Producer Doug here. I just want to talk about Pop Culture Classroom. They are the ones that put on Denver Comic Con, and we want to help support them so that we can keep bringing you all this amazing audio, such as panels and interviews from Denver Comic Con. So let's get right into it. Pop Culture Classroom inspires a love of learning, increases literacy, celebrates diversity, and builds community through the tools of popular culture and the power of self-expression. They envision individuals transformed by the educational power of popular culture who create diverse, inclusive, and engaged communities. They provide quality service to kids and communities, respect, inclusive, and diversity, uh, quality of opportunity, alternative approaches to education, and they recognize each person's intrinsic dignity and importance through open communication, responsibility, and honesty. Did I sound like I read that off the website? I absolutely did, because... Well, I did. I want to get everything right for them because they are fantastic. I recommend going to their website and donating just to keep them going. This fantastic program, plus everything to do for the community, uh, literacy, respect, and of course, Denver Comic Con, so we can bring you all of this stellar guests and panels and Q&As and interviews. So remember, go to popcultureclassroom.org, click on the donate, or just take a spin around their website and check it out. And now, on with the show. He is from Arrow. You've seen him on Torchwood. And you're probably on for a little show called Doctor Who. You gotta clap for them. Ready, go! No! 
of everybody. Because I'm that kind of guy. Um, so anyway, it's been, what, two years since I've been here in Denver. And I'm so happy to be back. I am the last panel of the day. So you know what? We're going for it, kids. And you've got a good seat down there, girl, right? my skirt, you dumb idiot! I just did a spin for you and you're looking at the freaking dress! I'm opening up the TARDIS doors for you! And you're not even looking because it's bigger on the freaking inside! Are you trying not to laugh? Really? Good luck with that one. Because <laughs> it's going to get worse for you in about 10 minutes. So, you all know that uh, recently I turned 50, right? Yeah. 50. I don't feel like 50. Except sometimes. What did you say? I don't look it either. You can come back, girl. Yeah, um. 50 and uh, I don't feel like it. Uh, I think you're as young as you feel inside and I feel like I'm 25 inside. Yeah, you would like to see, wouldn't you? Shut up, I was showing you, you dumb, you didn't look. And you don't need a magnifying glass either. Actually, what's really funny is I have my doctor, my doctor's on, okay, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna show you bare butt, I'm gonna show you my underpants, okay? Actually, because of the camera, I have my Doctor Who underpants on. There's my Doctor David! And there's the sonic screwdriver! There's not been another fucking panel like this all weekend yet, has there? I revealed my face and I shook the head and everyone was like, Oh my god, jump out of me, Oh my god, he looks the same age as the sun. What's that all about? Anyway, I said to Steve Namel on that day when we were working, I said, you know, Stephen, I hope this is gonna be a long, fruitful relationship and I'll be on the show for a little while. And he said, Yeah. I said, you know, I'll probably turn 50 when I'm on the show. And he said, John, if you turn 50, uh, I'll make sure that we have a good birthday party. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, if you have a birthday cake, I'll pop out of it in a gold lame speedo. <laughs> I ran to the producer's office and I knocked on the door. I said, you give me my fucking birthday off! <laughs> it might be in two or three years, but you better give it off to me because Steve Neville is going to pop out of my birthday cake in a gold lame speedo! my birthday they gave me it off. <laughs> However, I had forgotten. I know! So there my parents and my family and they flew people in from all over the place. What? What happened? Did something happen? I didn't poop myself, did I? No, so I forgot it was gonna happen, right? So my parents, my family, everybody, they were throwing me this birthday party. People were coming from Europe, they were coming from all over different parts of the world different parts of America, people I hadn't seen for a long time. And my nieces and nephews had been instructed to take me out that day, so they were taking me quad biking. You know quad biking? ATV, right? So I've been to this place before. Now for my 50th birthday, this hair we have right now, the color, it's fake. I am completely white. I am a silver fox. There's a lot of smiling faces when I said that one. 
I might want to sit down on a couple. Stick with me, people. Stick with me. It's only going to get worse. The last panel of the day, and it's anything goes. So, so I, go, I go to a barber, and I get my head shaved, right? To see what I looked like. And if you saw the pictures, it was completely shaved. Some people said my head looked really big. Right? Well, my husband did. Anyway, um, thank you for the 14 people who got that one. So I shaved my head and I took my nieces and nephews out and I was completely gray-haired. Now, I've been to this uh, quad biking place before and we're standing in a semicircle. My nieces and nephews, I'm in the middle and they're around me and we're standing there and the guy is over by where our signers are and he's, uh, he's looking over at me and he's saying, yeah, now if you go on the quad bike and you go uh, pull the throttle too hard, just be very careful because if you go forward, you then put your brakes on and you roll backwards, don't put your feet down because if you do, you'll break off your legs and we'll have to call you Peggy. I looked at him like, oh, you're kind of funny and still cute. <laughs> and he's looking over at me and he's saying, and if you also pull the throttle too hard and you throw the thing forward and you keep going, you go up a hill, you might throw, flip the front up and you'll be thrown off the back and hit your head. Your head will roll off and you'll be like the face of Bo. <laughs> Mike, he's good. He recognizes me, I think. <laughs> and I says, yeah, and also when you go up and take a corner and you go too fast, you don't want to throw around the corner because you might... You don't want to throw around the corner because you might just... You don't want to throw around the corner too... You know something? You look a lot like that guy from TV. <laughs> me. <laughs> like trying to do share with no hair. <laughs> and gray hair at that. <laughs> You know, yeah, you do. You look like that guy from the TV, except much older. <laughs> My nieces and nephews didn't even take a breath. They did this. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept going. He went, yeah. You look like that guy from Doctor Who and that guy from uh, uh, the TV show with the bow and arrow. You know, Merlin. Yeah. But he doesn't have, he doesn't have that old man gray hair. Excuse me one moment, sir. Turner, my nephew, who's about 26 years old, and I pulled him aside and said, Turner, come with me. He said, what's up, what's up, Uncle John? I said, Turner, we're going to show him what this old man can do, because tonight at about 2 o'clock in the morning, we're going to come and we're going to slit all the tires on his ATVs. Turner <laughs> <laughs> went, okay, Uncle John, I went fine. So the next day in the news, man in blue dress on security camera. <laughs> Vandalizes ATV company. It wasn't me. I paid my nephew Turner $500 to do it for me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I didn't. We've had a great time ATVing. I now feel like I'm 102, not 50, because I've got old man hair. But I get back to the house, there's tons of people there, and everyone's having a great time. And everybody's dancing and boogie into the music. And you all know Kelsey, who work, I work with Kelsey, right? You all know Kelsey? Kelsey, are you here? Have you disappeared? Come on out for a second. This is Kelsey, everybody. sit down right now. I said, why do I want to sit down? She said, you'll want to sit down right now. The lights dimmed in the whole house. And I see candles from there. She said, you're going to love this. I'm like, what am I going to love? She said, just sit down, shut up, and you're going to love this, okay? Just, you're going to love it. And I went, I have no idea what you're talking about, crazy girl. She's like, sit there and don't say a word. So I sat there. And as I'm walking, as I'm sitting there, walking down the long hallway from our master bedroom, I can see some candles. And I can see a physique, two physiques, one of my best friend, Keith Jack, who's dressed and he's got, well, not dressed, and he's completely bare-chested. And then I see next to him another physique. I'm walking down towards me and I realize that it's both Keith and Stephen Amell in gold
begin to blow out the candles. I'm like, why are you so excited? She said, because I was in the room when it happened. I'm like, Hamilton? What? What? She said, no, I was in the room when they were changing. I'm like, what do you mean when they were changing? Why were you there? She's like, I was there to supervise everything. She said they were doing push-ups on top of each other. I'm like, that's like a Friday night in Scott and I, with Scott and I, you know? She said, it was amazing. They're doing push-ups. She said, you're going to love me even more. I said, why would I love you even more? I took video. <laughs> And my friend Keith, unfortunately, is dyslexic, right? So he wrote it backwards. And instead of saying JB, it said BJ. I thought Um, 
Uh, that's not a very flattering shot down there. <laughs>
Like, yes, I remember Sheila. Well, Jackie called me this morning and I said, hello, Jackie. She said, but hello, Sheila. She said, Sheila, have you seen things today? She said, what do you mean, Jackie, you seen things? She said, have you seen the newspaper today, Sheila? And I said to Jackie, John, no, I haven't seen the newspaper this morning. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> okay. 
The funny man in the blue dress who looks like pig in a blanket. <laughs> I just love spinning in this. Um, where's the next question? I do. Wait, 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 girl. You don't have a microphone. Oh, stand up and scream, Queen. Come on. Yes. You watch Doctor Who and Arrow together. You have a lot of time on your hands. What's your favorite? I had to say, you're Malcolm Merlin because you take pain like no man can. Oh, well. <laughs> Pays to be gay. <laughs> Microphone up there, where's the question? Alright, uh, so, um, two years ago, um, I had, this is a no hold bars panel, like what you said, um, two years ago I had gotten... Okay, is this an accusation? Tony, a lawyer? No, just a fun story. Okay, good. I like fun stories. Um, two years ago, I had went to the evening with John Barrowman. Yes. There was a woman in the hotel, did you remember that? Yeah. Who was, who was there that night? Sorry to jump in on you, but we were doing this, I did this evening where we had about, what, about 150, 200 people? Wait, Okay, sorry, I interrupted. No, no, I think I know what you're going to say. I was wondering if you could tell what happened one event there. That certain hotel window. Yes, that's what I'm about to tell! You know, duh, I just time-traveled, saw what your question was, came back, so I know! We're doing a panel, we're doing a, a, like a, an evening. We'd all been drinking, all of us, right? My parents were there, Scott was there, and I do these every so often in different cities just to something special in the evening for other fans. So, what? Do you have no, we don't have time to sell tickets. And also, it takes a lot of time to plan. It's not like, you know, just putting on a pair of knickers. Or taking them off. <laughs> Here. Sorry, you're the audience. Stage is here. But this picture, this, is being a big glass window. But there was a hotel up next, through outside, across the street, and all the windows that were open, and you could see right in the rooms. And there was this lady getting dressed in front of the window. <laughs> this was two years ago, right? So what did I do? I turned around and I started going, Hey! I told everybody in the room, I said, when she sees you, because she's standing there blow drying her hair. I said, when she sees us, everybody waves. So she did, she went in and she went, and everyone went, Get up to make coffee because here's 
here's the Scott now morning routine. Okay? We, the alarm goes off, or I wake up, I generally lean over to Scott, I go, I do this, just to make sure, seriously, to make sure he's still breathing. And he goes, and then he turns over like this, and he leans up to me and he goes, We've been together for 25 years, okay?
bring them back on their feet. And you would not, I'm telling you this, if you ever haven't been to Puerto Rico, you should go. It's the most amazing place. And the people like, are people like from here. They're friendly, they're warm, they're inviting, and they really want you to visit their territory, which I think should be a state. Thank you, sweetheart. And you, hey, sweetie, fences are good. Yes, up there. Hello. Hi. First of all, thank you for saying that about Puerto Rico. You're welcome. Um, really important that we uh, get support there. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, my question is uh, sort of a two-part. One, are you going to participate in Denver Pride? And two, what if not, or regardless, um, what is your favorite uh, Pride activity? <laughs> So my time is spent here at the con doing things like, for instance, after we're done here, I'm going back down to the table and I'll sign until, until there's nobody left. You know, so it's that kind of thing. I'm usually quite tired by the evening, so I don't think I'm going to be going out anywhere because it's also too busy. Because also when I go, and I don't, listen, I love it. I love, I love what I do and I love who I am. But sometimes when I go out, like it, Pride, it's all this for me. Hey, quick, can we have something? And I'm like, I just want to get drunk like everybody else. And take my pants off and dance naked in the streets. So, um, I probably won't go, but I have missed. I think I've been in a couple of cities where there's been Pride while I've been doing a con, but I've missed Pride in a couple other cities because I've been away doing a con. So, I've got a lot of pride building up inside of me. So you never know. You never know. You might see me out in the town, but I won't look like me. I might be wearing something else. I'm not saying what it is. <laughs> a Marine's job strap. Anyway, no. Could you imagine? Um, thank you. Yeah, next question. Where are we going? Up here. Up, up there. Sorry. Hi. Hi. How are you? Love the shoes. Thank you. They're custom made. Because I have really big feet. I have size thir uh, 12 and a half, 13 shoe. I know. And you know what that means? Big socks. I can't see where you are, sweet. Where are you? Up Wait, there. Yeah. Hi. Hi. So this is my daughter, Madison. Yeah. It's her birthday. Oh. And so I wondered. Really? You're going to ask me to sing happy birthday? Because now I every know. question after this, it's going to be somebody's birthday. Maybe you can make it for all the people, but I promised her okay. that if I could get Captain Jack to sing, that I would. <laughs> We're all gonna sing. Madison, yes? Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Madison. Happy birthday to you. And many more. Next question, there we go. There's a lot over here and over there. What about these sections in here? Wait a minute, we need this section in here. Let's get people from this. I'm actually just going to call on people to stand up. Yes, go ahead. Hi. Hi. Um, so I actually want to know if there are any like big pranks from on set that either you did or had someone do to you. What do you, when you mean pranks, um, what show are you talking about? Anyone you want. I anyone I want. Some from Arrow, so anyone you want. You've heard the ones from Arrow. Well, Oh, you've heard that one? Did you hear that one? This one? So one of the scenes, when I accepted the job on Arrow, I said to the producers, because as I would, they were saying, you know, do you want to be part of the show? It's going to be great. You're going to build a world. 
and we're going to create this, you know, whole thing of Arrowverse, and I'm like, yeah, and while I'm doing it, I'm going, yeah, 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 on the phone, but meanwhile, I'm like, Scott, Scott, come here, this is the guy they want me to work with, oh my god, I look at him, and Scott's like, do it, do it, I'm like, do it, I'm already, I've made my mind up before I even questioned it, and they're like, would you be interested, we think you're going to say no, but would you be interested, and I went, yes, one condition, I want a scene with Stephen Amell, with him having his shirt off. And they did. He was hanging in a warehouse by chains. And when we started doing it, he couldn't get himself down, so he had to lock himself up, right? And he was there, he was there the whole time. And I had to circle around, so picture him hanging in the middle there, and I'm circling around his mouth to Merlin, not dressed like this. And I'm in my suit and I'm circling around and saying things like, Oliver, if when you do this, blah, blah, blah. And I told the camera guys, I said, when I'm done speaking, when I hit my mark at the end and I walk away, because the camera's supposed to follow me out, I said, don't stop rolling, okay? We didn't tell Stephen. So I'm doing the dialogue, I'm circling around, I'm saying, Oliver, and if you do this, I'm going to have to find you and I'm going to have to kill you and your little team. The little team that you think is one. I don't know what the dialogue was, but I was making it up. Da -da -da -da, and I'm talking away, I'm talking away, and as soon as I'm done, I turn and I say, or I will have to kill you. And I turn to walk away, but then I go. <laughs> Tweaked his nipples. <laughs> and he went, <laughs> And I'm like, bye-bye. <laughs> Shoot that poison and roll through my heart. Um, right there, that lady standing up in the red. I'm gonna go to you. Scream it out. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. Can I get down? What? I don't go. I don't need stairs. Alright, we're still gonna do all the question people. But this is... Hi. What's your name? Abigail. Abigail. Where are you from? I'm from Nebraska. How old are you, Abigail? 19, well, you're almost gonna have fun right now. My question is, what should I name my mama? <laughs> Ballsack. <laughs> Let's go to a question. Let's go to a question over on this side. We have a question there? Yes, over there, go ahead. Hello there. Hi. So, a parallel. I'm over here. Yes. Parallel universe where Malcolm Merlin and Captain Jack Harkness meet each other. What do they say? <laughs> In a parallel universe. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> Malcolm Merlin. Hello. How are you? Good. You're just gonna protect me for a moment. Um. So, Malcolm Merlin, Captain Jack Harkness meet. Malcolm Merlin walks up to Captain Jack, beats the living crap out of him. Jack lets him do it, because Jack is kind of liking it. Jack gets to the point of death. Jack dies. Jack comes back to life. Wakes up, grabs Merlin, pins him, makes love to him. Jack wins. Not that I've thought about that ever. <laughs> Let's go to this question here, yes. Okay, so this, this is my first year of being out. Being out like as in gay? Uh, queer, but yes. Queer! Never say never, right? 
Um, well, I would love to take you up on the offer, but I don't know as of yet what I'm going to be doing tonight, okay? Where are you going? Pride's tomorrow? It's all weekend, but there is the parade tomorrow. I, I don't think I'll be in the parade. And there's also, what is it, Mercury Club tonight at 9.30? Are you kidding now? If I go to Mercury Club, all these people are going to show up. <laughs> we'll talk after. You shut the place down. I've done it. I can't promise you anything, but first of all, congratulations on being out. Big weight lifted off your shoulders, right? And how is everybody with it? Your family, everything? Out to everyone but my family. Okay, well, you know what? You know what? No, no. When the time comes, here's what I will say to people when they're in that transition period own it. Because you take control of the situation and make the decision when you're going to do it. Don't allow them to find out in a way that you then have to explain yourself because you don't have to explain yourself. So when you... It's, how old are you? 25. Okay, you're old enough, all right? And no one in the workplace is going to care. None of your friends are going to care. And the one thing you have to learn and think about, and I know you probably love your family because I love mine, I'm fortunate that my family came along the journey with me, but someone like yourself, you have to make the decision. Are you going to live your life for yourself or for your family members? So you have to, when you come out to them, make the choice. Tell them, you put yourself in control. I'm going to have this wonderful life. I'm queer. I want you to be with me on it. And if you're not, I'm quite happy to walk out the door. Let me know how it goes. But don't walk out the door unless you have some place to go. Alright? Yes, desperate there over. What's going on? I got seven minutes. You're, a quick question. Go on. Just ask me. Happy Pride, I love you. And um, I love I Am What I Am. The very first YouTube video I saw of yours was I Am What I Am. Well, well, hold your breath, because you're going to see something in a second. Alright, so... Oh my god, these are very big steps. How are you? Oh, you got them tattooed! Quick, come up on stage. Quick, you got to see this. So, hey, I did this, uh, 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 can I was given lipstick yesterday, and... Oh, this is not glamorous at all. <laughs> so, I was given lipstick, put it on my lips, and then this young lady asked me to kiss a piece of paper, but instead I kissed her arm. She had my lips tattooed to her arm. None of our families are alive, and we don't have any witnesses, and we know who you are, Mr. Barrowman, and would you give us the honor of witnessing? 
hard marriages, and I said to Scott, honey, it's gonna be a long day. <laughs> so we stood there and witnessed the marriages, and what touched me the most is the fact that most of them were over the age of 65, 70 years old. And at the end of the whole ceremony, one gentleman came up to us and he said, thank you very much, Mr. Berman, for doing that. He said, I'm 84 years old, and he said, never did I think in my lifetime would I ever be able to celebrate the love I have for my partner, Tony, who's 78. I never thought in my lifetime I would see this day, and this is the happiest day of my life, and I'm glad you were a part of it. So I recorded this song that nobody should ever tell you who you can love, how you should love, and if it takes you a thousand years to find that person, then it takes you that long, but you will eventually find them. It's called A Thousand Years. <laughs> some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.